hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the lovely Lorraine that's helping out on the phones today and learning about fishing. And on direct from, I believe you're in La Paz. Is that right, Grace? Yeah, I'm in La Paz, John. I sure am in this beautiful 85-degree weather. Well, we have... Sure uh, Okay. We've got Grizz on the line. And when we come back in, in a few minutes, we're going to have Bart Hall from the Hall Show. Bart, well, Fred Hall Show. Um, we're going to be talking to him. And then we're going to have someone else that you know, Grizz. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have another Bart. Uh, Bart Lamoth. And uh, that I think you've taken him fly fishing. Well, I know you've used his equipment. I've taken... Uh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. I fly push a lot, Peter. You no, 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 Ross Reels. Oh, Ross Reels, yeah, I just broke the world record with one of those reels. There you go. Well, I'm sure he'll be glad to hear about it. Uh, anyway, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking to you and Bart, and um, their schedule worked out. You get to be with us all the time. I thought it was going to be a couple of minutes. And then uh, towards the end of the show, uh, we've started something called the uh, the Grizz Rant. <laughs> so we'll be going into that. But oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing that. Anyway, uh, we're going to be coming back in a little bit. We've got about 30 seconds. Grizz is going to stick around. We're going to get Bart on the line. And I don't think you've ever been to the Fred Hall show, but I'm sure you're going to be excited to hear about what's going on there. Uh, Long Beach is coming up first. Yeah, it's Delmar. incredible. Yeah. It's, well, it's, well, you, you know, it's hard, almost hard to believe how big it is and everything that's there. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Bart. And then uh, you and Bart will be talking about fly fishing and who knows what else. But we're going to be back with you in just, uh, just a couple of minutes. So stay tuned for Fish Talk Radio. Time for the spectacular 40th annual Fred Hall Show, March 17th through the 20th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, San Diego's ultimate outdoor show. Fishing, boating, hunting, and international travel. Hundreds of booths, acres of boats, over 200 seminars, and a full day's worth of family fun. Kids free, kids fish free, active military free. Join us and celebrate the passion at the Fred Hall Show, March 17th to the 20th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. It's a whale of a show. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Well, some like to rock, some like to roll, but me and the boys gonna shake, rattle and troll, shake, rattle and troll. Yes, so wipe grab your favorite pony. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Mr. Grizz. Um, and uh, we, they don't call him Teddy Bear. There's a reason they call him Grizz, right, Grizz? Yeah, I'm big, hairy, and nasty. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna having, uh, we're trying to get in touch with Bart Hall right now. He's on the phone with somebody else from the Fred Hall show that's coming up in Long Beach and then in Del Mar. Yeah, it's just um, right around the corner. It is. Yeah, the whole concept, I think, of the the outdoor. Ex, ex, exhibitions, exib, anyway, um, that usually happen from end of January through March. That it's a great time because you're going to be able to meet the people that you're going to be fishing with. I mean, you want to talk to the owners of the lodges, the fishing guides, um, the people that actually manufacture the equipment will be there to answer all your questions. And this one in particular, I won't, I'll let Bart explain it to him as soon as we get him on the line. But this one in particular is, I believe, if not the biggest in the world, it's, it's probably the biggest in the U.S. and maybe, you know, one of the top five in the world. It's just incredible. Take you two or three days to go through it. But the whole concept of, of going to these things, Grizz, is that it's, uh, when you're thinking about buying equipment for the upcoming year or taking trips for the upcoming year, you actually get to meet the people that you're going to be staying with and fishing with and the people that uh, design and produce the uh, equipment that you're going to be using. So that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to meet a lot of nice people, television guys that are out oh, yeah. there. and mm-hmm. You know, it's just really nice. You can go out and just talk fishing or hunting or yeah. boating or basically anyone you want because the Fred Hall Show isn't just about fishing anymore. Oh, it's an outdoor show, yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, I think they got a separate room for fly fishing. By the way, we're going to be having uh, Bart uh, Larmouth from Ross Fly Reels coming on, which I'm sure that uh, you and he will have some things to talk about. So. Yeah, I'll uh, be happy to talk to him. You know, he sent me down a really nice reel and, uh, well, actually two of them, and I've been using them for bass, and I also set a world record on one of them. Well, I'll let you explain that to him if he doesn't already know. I suspect he does. But... Uh Anyway, uh, so we're going to be we're going to be covering that while we're waiting to get Bart on the line, uh, because he's supposed to already be there, and I haven't prepared for him not being there. But I know you're here, so you know. Let's see about what's going on in, in uh, Grizz's life. Well, John, we got everything going on good. We're trying to get into the fishing. Uh, it's not been really good, you know. It's just. Oh. I'm hoping it's going to be better than last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, the the wind has died down. We're getting ready to take off, Charlie and I. We're going up north to Little Cannon. There's tons and tons of big, big, big yellowtail. Mm. You know, 50, 60-pound yellowtails are wow. going out. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the groupers are just fantastic up there, mm-hmm. just incredible because they don't kill them. And, you know, groupers really? don't move. If they're on that rock, oh, yeah. you let him go, they go back to that rock. Mm-hmm. So we're going up there and uh, try to break my old world record on grouper. 
on the fly rod. We'll be fishing Corvina, a lot of Corvina. I was there not too long ago, about a month ago, and I started catching some halibut on flies, which was pretty fun. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, are you talking, Lava Cana is on the Sea of Cortez, isn't it, up uh, below Loreto or above where you are? Lava Cana? Yeah. No, it's on the uh, Pacific, Pacific side? side. Oh, okay. Well, now that I showed my ignorance, uh, there's probably a lot of other people out there don't, don't know what it is or where it is. Can you kind of give a brief overview of what it is, where it is, and uh, what, what we're reason doing, to go? John, is this place is virgin, basically virgin. There's a co-op up there, and they've been really conservative. Their main thing is abalone and lobster. Hmm. So the fish they protect, and they don't allow commercial fishermen out there, and it's basically catch and release. Now, the yellowtail you can't take home because they're good table fare and do that, but the groupers are catch and release. And it's made monster groupers yeah. in 17-foot of water. Oh, and it's just fantastic. There's three cat, or actually six cabins, right on the beach. And then the other thing, you can fly into Loreto, and there's a transportation that'll take you right to the front doors up there. And it's a beautiful trip. Now, grouper, uh, I suspect one of the reasons that they're catch and release is uh, yellowtail can go fairly quick, uh, but uh, rockfish in general. And a grouper, to reach the size you're talking about, the 50, 60 pounders or more, um, it takes, what, 40, 50 years to reach that? Exactly right, John. Mm -hmm. And you got to remember, if you take them off the rocks and kill them, they're not coming back, and there's not another one that's going to swim down like uh, mm -hmm. the pelagics. They, mm -hmm. they are native fish to mm -hmm. that area. Mm-hmm. So you don't want it. That's what's happened to a lot of places in Mexico and other parts of the world. They just kept catching them, pulling them out, taking them home, eating them. And now these rocks don't have anything there. Mm -hmm. So you got to be real careful about that. You know, it's all catch and release on, yeah. on those guys. Well, I think everybody should be aware. Um, like a Dorado, they grow very fast. The tuna grow very fast. But rockfish don't. So you really want to be careful about, you know, especially taking the big ones that are that are producing. Well, the thing of it is, like you said, Dorados or Maui Maui or dolphin fish, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call yeah. them. Go ahead and call. Depending mm -hmm. on where you are, they're always on the move. So they're always eating because they're spending a lot of energy. And you got to remember, Dorado only lives to be five years old. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're on the move, eating and eating and eating and eating and eating. And these big boys, they find them a nice cave, a man cave. They get down there, something <laughs> by. They go out and get it, and they come back in and sit around. So they're not using the energy. Mm. So they're not growing because they do not are not required to eat so much. Uh -huh. So it takes them a long time to get big. Yeah. So the rockfish live in a man cave, and they they go out and grab something and sneak back in. Yeah. The there's cave. also groupers that live in girl caves too. <laughs> okay. Depending on what sex they are, you know, we can't be prejudiced here. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's girl caves and men caves. Well, you know, that's um, just a, a quick thought. You talk about Dorado, <laughs> male and female. Um, a lot of like the, the halibut, as they mature, they turn into uh, uh, females. But Dorado, I believe, they, they, tur they all turn into males after a certain point? Not that I'm aware of. So, yeah, but do you ever find a 30, 40, 50 pound Dorado that's a female? Yeah, yeah, I've caught several. Hmm. I've caught uh, some females up to 40 pounds, 45 pounds. Okay. Hey, Grizz, let's jump over. We, uh, we're going to find Bart here sooner or later. But right now, we have uh, Bart from Ross Reels on the line. And I think you guys may have something to talk about. So why don't you jump right into it? Hey, Bart, how you doing, buddy? Good, Grizz. How's it been? I've just been working your reels over to the bone. I've been catching so many bass. On the smaller one, the eight weight, uh, I was over in Sinaloa, and I was catching probably 100 to 120 bass a morning. Nice. And it just handles good. Uh, on the bigger reel, the 13 weight, I set the world record 
on uh, Broomtail Grouper on that reel. About, no uh, kidding. That's fantastic. Six weeks ago. I sent you a picture of it. I hope you got it. If not, after the show, you got to give me your email again. But, yeah, sure. I set the new world record on Broomtail Grouper up in the northern Mexico on it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, that's not something you normally fly fish for, Grit. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we want to hear about fly fishing for rockfish. That's uh, that's not something most people do, especially that size. Yeah, well, I want to hear more about Well, we're going we're gonna to be back in, in about 30. We're going to get about 30 seconds. But when we come back... Um, we want to hear about that, and I'm sure Bart has a few things to say, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about fly fishing. And then sooner or later, we're going to track down Bart Hall. So, All anyway, right. okay. But you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and you can go to fishtalkradio.com. Right on the front page, you will see uh, uh, just all you click on it, and you can listen to this show or past shows as many times as you want. We'll be right back with Fish Talk Radio. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Can't get the fish in the line and in the water. Oh, yeah. Can't get the fish in the line and in the water. Well, if you're right, Virginia, you ain't got a chance. Big battle, big events. Can't get the fish in the line and in the water. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And I think that I'll just be able to, um, you know, take a little walk around and let let uh, Grizz and Bart talk about fly fishing. We just as before we left, apparently um, Grizz was should have sent to Bart uh, some pictures and video clips of his one of his last trips in search of the giant broomtail. Uh, grouper on a fly. So, Grizz, would you mind continuing on with that? And, and I'm sure Bart has some questions. 
Sure. I want to learn how you, I want to know how you got that thing, Grizz. Okay, I'll tell you exactly how I did it. I tied a little puppy ply, which is deer hair, and uh, so on each side I used hackle, white hackle, then glued the eyes in to give it to make it look a little like a bait fish. Now, what happened, it was impossible to get down to groupers for so many years. And scientific anglers were so sweet to me because I kept saying, I want to catch groupers on a fly. They have sink tips, they have shooting lines, they have everything, but they never had anything that got down fast enough to get into the groupers or strong enough. So they actually made me a tip to put on a line, on a fly line, that sinks now, one uh, foot per second. Grizz, real quickly, you're not talking about tippet, you're talking about the fly line itself, right? Yeah, the fly line itself mm-hmm. to put the tippet on. Okay. So they sent it to me, so you make a, you know, I know where the rocks are in this place, so you just let it sink and then mend back, because there's some current, Mend it back so it sinks down, hold the rod tip all the way down, and strip slowly. I caught over a hundred groupers, small groupers, before I caught the record. uh, How heavy was that record? Well, Uh, Grizz, what, what was the previous record first? Four pounds. Okay. Mine was 38.6. <laughs> and what were you using, the Momentum or the, the F1 I sent you? Yeah, I was using the F1. Nice, very nice. And uh, we continued fishing. I mean, we caught, uh, I mean, we caught hundreds and hundreds of fish in a day. We had James with me who makes his own fly rods. That has a, uh, what's the name of his place, uh, John? Beulah? Beulah Fly Rods, yeah. Yep. Uh, he was fishing with me, and he literally caught, I don't know. I mean, we caught hundreds of fish. We caught halibut, we caught corvina, we caught spotted bay bass, we caught snook, everything on fly rods. Now, Tuesday, I'm going back because. There are two categories still left out on the broomtail grouper. There is not a record. It's completely vacant, the 18-pound uh, tippet and the 16. So I'm going to go stomp their butts. <laughs> Love it. What was, Love what was the tippet size you used on that 38-pounder? 20. Oh, so you still got 8, 16, and 18, yeah. Yeah, I still got them to break. And the reason I didn't keep doing it, because I would have broke all records. Well, I broke the 20-pound, but I would have set the other records, but I didn't have that small a tippet. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't do it. But this time I'm going for bear. I'm going to go out there and set them. <laughs> and I'm planning on catching a 40-pounder on 18-pound tippet with the Ross reel. That's the way it works, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Hey, would you guys, uh, we were talking about catching grouper, 40-pound grouper on a fly rod. Well, fly fishing you know, when you think of fly fishing, you think of dry flies and trout, but fly fishing has changed a lot. And how many different reels do you make, uh, Bart? Well, right now we've got six different models and various sizes from little trout all the way up to big game fish mm-hmm. like uh, Grizz is catching. And I always say, you know, at this point, especially with the line technology, like he was talking about, those, that nice SA sink tip. Um, on the end there. If it swims, if it swims, you can pretty much catch it on a fly rod. Well, exactly. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about you know what's happened uh, to fly rods and you know, what uh, how it's you know how how the whole concept of fly fishing has changed a little bit and all the different things you can do with it. Well, you got it. The number one man or the number there's two men that are responsible for revolutionizing fly fishing is my mentor and one of my best friends in the whole world, Stu App. And then my next best friend uh, that taught me a lot is Lefty Craig. What about me, Grizz? You're not a fly fisherman, John. Okay. (laughs) 
And you're not my mentor, only on the radio. Okay. So go sit in the corner and cry. <laughs> anyway, I mean, Stu App and Lefty Craig taught me a lot. And then people started seeing that we needed equipment. So then there was, you remember Powell Rods, Leonard Powell? You remember Absolutely. him, Bert? Mark? Absolutely. Great rods. I still own one. I wish I had one, but that was when many divorces ago. <laughs> I don't know what she did with it, but he handmade one for me. Beautiful, engraved, and everything. He was a very close friend of mine. Uh, he can rest in peace. I told him to lose some weight, but he never listened to me. But Leonard was a wonderful person. And he started making, as a, and you can correct me, he started, he made the first... 12 weight and 14 weight I ever seen. Now, I don't know if he's the first one ever, but I'd never seen him before him. Well, I think he he was definitely one of the pioneers. I know Lee Wolf used some of his real some of his rods. We saw the the crazy stuff like him catching, you know, 500-pound tuna on a fiberglass rod and things of that nature. But I don't know if those were Powell's, but I know he was definitely influenced, if not the guy behind him. Yeah, well, I got to fish with Lee Wolf also. I fished with him on the batten kill, but we were using four weights. But, no, fly fishing is like you said. If it swims and you got the patient and the arms, you can catch it. Well, Agreed. Uh, it's, most people, I, I think, at least I used to believe, that the easiest way to catch fish is put a worm on a hook or live bait on a hook, and your chances of catching fish are higher than anything else. Uh, but last year I was fly fishing with a guide, and we were at the, at the headwaters of the Santa Ana River. It's only like, I don't know, maybe two, three feet deep and 12 feet wide at that point up by Big Bear. And there was a man and his son, you know, and they weren't throwing rocks in the water and stuff. They were pretty serious. They are sitting on this big rock, and they were had their lines in the water, and they were using bait. They were over there for about 45 minutes or an hour, got nothing, got up and walked away. One of the guys in my group got back on the rock, put a fly in the water, and within five seconds had a fish. Well, John, let me tell you a little reason about that. You put a worm on it or a 90 mm -hmm. and put it in the water. You put it in one place. Now, you start throwing a fly, I will put you in a boat with me or anybody else in a boat with me. I will cover more water with a fly rod than you will with a spinning rod or a bait cast. Ask Jimmy Houston. I kicked his butt with a fly rod. You can cover so much water. Am I not right? Oh, absolutely. There's that aspect of it. There's also a much quieter presentation that you tend to get with a fly rod than you will with conventional tackle. And in heavily uh, you know, trafficked areas, that makes all the difference in the world. Man, I'll go against any man. I don't care who he is. I fished against Jimmy Houston down in Navajo Lake in uh, New Mexico. And he laughed at me for using a fly rod for bass. He caught, and that was when it was really good down there. I don't know what it's, I haven't been there in years. But I caught 86 bass on a fly rod, and he caught 38. <laughs> and there wasn't a difference in sizes. I keep saying there's, it, it hasn't happened yet, but within the next 10 years, someone might not win, but they are going to place in a major bass tournament throwing a long rod. It's going to happen. Most um, of them won't let you even throw a long rod. That's you why know, you're I fish tournaments, and they wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's why you're seeing companies that are making rods in that seven, seven foot ten inch class, seven foot eleven inch class, to stay under that eight foot maximum. Oh, so they're actually dedicated bass rods out there that are still fly rods. Ah, oh. well, you know, I don't know if you know, but years ago, about eight years ago, I got a nineteen and three quarter pound uh, largemouth in El Salto in Sinaloa on a fly rod. Suitable. So a big thought, old girl, thought, she was yeah, big and fat. I whacked a 10-pounder once. That was enough for me. I can only imagine what a 19-pounder would have been like. Yeah. Well, I made the cast, and it came up and sipped the mouse. 
It was a deer hair spun mouse. It sipped it. Uh-huh. I set the hook, and my Lord, when it came out of the water, I, I was begging, don't jump again, please. <laughs> I, got, I was in the, the bow of the boat. I held my rod as deep in the water as I could so it wouldn't jump, and got it in and waited and let her go. Because I thought she was the new world record. When she jumped, I thought she was 25 pounds. <laughs> But it was it was good enough for me. But I got it mounted. Oh, uh, I uh, took all the pictures and measured it. And, guys, uh, they made a replica. Guys, for me. Uh, we're computerized, so that it's going to cut us off in about fifteen twenty seconds. So, but don't go away. We're going to keep going. We're still going to try and get in touch with Bart. But we're having a great time. And uh, Grizz, thank you for being able to cut loose all of your important stuff. But you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen as many times as you like. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. It's time for the spectacular 40th annual Fred Hall Show, March 17th through the 20th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, presented by Progressive. This is San Diego's biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. Celebrating the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation for 40 years. Hundreds of booths, acres of boats, over 200 seminars presented by Cousins Tackle, a giant kayak and stand-up paddleboard section, Marine Electronics, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, Savage Gears Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, Hobie Kayak Fishing Seminars, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, the San Diego Ford Dealers Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Archery, Target Shooting, Fly Fishing, Casting, and so much more. Kid Free, Kids Fish Free, Active Military Free. Join us and share in the 70-year legacy of the Fred Hall Shows as we celebrate the passion March 17th through the 20th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. It's a whale of a show. He's a great American fisherman, he'd fish anywhere, anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'd be there. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And finally, we got the man. Now, when it comes to outdoor expositions and, you know, the... The show that was started by his father, Fred, which is known as the Fred Hall Shows. Uh, Bart's been, I think that uh, you were you were around when he started, but uh, what are you, about three, four years old when they first started? I think it was uh, right around one year about old, perfect. I was one year old when it first started, John. 
I'm sorry, say again? I was one year old when it first started. Oh. You know, I was born in June of 1945, and the first show, show took place in April of 1946. Wow. Well, it, uh, I don't know if you're on a speakerphone or what, but you're, you're okay, but if you can do better than that, you're fine. It sounds like you're busy. But let's go. First of all, Bart, let's start with the Fred Hall show beginning of uh, uh, March in Long Beach. And it's what's well, a fr- actually it's the first weekend, but it starts on Wednesday, right? Yes, the first weekend, is, the first Wednesday in March is always when the Fred Hall show starts. Okay. Um, and so it's a, it's the date changes, of course, from year to year. And this year it's March 2nd to the 6th, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh-huh. And, and it's uh, unique, you know, because we have over 400 seminars and outdoor workshops <laughs> that we do. And there are no other shows in the country, probably in the world, that do that. Um, some shows will have ten seminars, six seminars, a dozen seminars. We have a we have a dozen different venues for workshops and seminars, and we do everything hourly. So we uh, we really pump out a lot of information, a lot of great speakers. We have the best freshwater bass speakers in the world, the best near shore saltwater fishermen, the best long range fishermen, and. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work to put together that many seminars Gosh. and to keep it all, keep track of it all. But we take great pride in that. That's that's why I think people like to come to our shows so much. Well, the, one of the things you have to keep in mind: this is not something you go to spend the afternoon. No, no. Um, people call us and want to know the seminar schedule because they're flying in from Germany and they're flying in from Canada. And they want to spend two or three days, and they want to see uh, the different things that we're putting on. It's a, it's a really special event. There's yeah. nothing like it on the planet. The Predator Show at Long Beach is the largest sport fishing show on the planet, and it's a real wow. treat to fish. Well, and again, um, you really need at least two days. And even if that's if you don't even go to a seminar. Just to walk up and down the aisles, and then. Uh, uh, but the the great the other thing about the seminars also, it's kind of a tradition. A lot of people that will go to say a lodge in uh, uh, Alaska or or Baja, and they'll come back to the hall show over the year because they always go to the same place every year. So they'll come back and talk to the operators, uh, the fishing guides, uh, or you can go there and talk to the people that actually manufacture the gear and the equipment. And, you know, you don't, you know, if you're thinking about buying a boat, you know, you don't, uh, you know, you can actually talk to the people that build, manufacture, and sell these things. And, and whatever information you want, whether you're going to buy something or not, uh, but, you know, first of all, travel. Well, I don't know how many, I think you probably got about 20 um, Alaskan booths alone. But uh, we have, we have over, we have, between the two shows, we have over 300. Uh, uh, destination resort, <laughs> and many, many of those guys uh, are wholesalers that virtually can put you anywhere in the world that you want to fish or hunt. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, and, and again, uh, don't think you're going to go in there in the afternoon and cruise through. Uh, take at least two days. And wherever you are in the country, it's worth the ticket to fly into Long Beach and spend two or three days. And, uh, you know, if anybody needs some help, arrangements or accommodations or something, let me know and I'll, I'll help take care of you. But that is in itself, instead of instead of going on a three-day fishing trip, you're going to learn a lot more by spending three days at the Fred Hall Show. We have a we have an exhibitor this year uh, who's going to both shows. He started last year for the first time. When he was in the Navy in San Diego, he was he went to he had his two week leave after basic training before he was being deployed, and he went down to the San Diego docks and stood on the on the dock there and looked at the guys getting on the boats. And this guy came up to him and said, "Son, you want to go fishing on a five day trip?" He says, "Well, sir, I don't have any tackle. I don't have any clothes." He says, "Let me help you out." And it was Bill Poole, and he put this oh. kid on a five-day trip. They gave wow. him clothes, they gave him tackle, and that kid used to take his vacations to come to the Fred Hall shows. Wow. Wherever he was in the country, and now, 30 years later, he's an exhibitor. Wow. That's great. Uh, yeah, Poole was kind of one of the originals of the uh, built, you know, the long-range fleet. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but anyway, we have Bart and, and Grizz. I'm sure they may have some comments or questions for you, Bart. Sure. I, I, hey, 
Hey, Bart, I know you're doing a great job out there. I'm, I know you're having it my busiest time of the year. But uh, I know you're growing and growing and growing and growing. I want to congratulate you. Uh, what you've done with this, you've just run away with it. And not only do you have the biggest on the planet, uh, that doesn't mean a lot. You have the best on the planet. <laughs> and to have, you know, size and quality is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. And you've managed to, to have both of them. So Thank I you, want to congratulate you on that. I hear about you everywhere. Your invitation to come down here with me is always open. And I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to make it. Well, that's okay. Thank you, Grizz. And you're right. That's the difficult part. That's why our staff is so special. We just don't hire guys out the street. We hire guys from the fishing industry and the hunting industry to know how things work. So we're very, very careful about how we build this. We build it through quality. And um, it's very, very challenging, I'll tell you. But we've been successful so far, knock on wood, and we hope to keep going for another 70 years. Uh, one other question. You were talking about the biggest, uh, and you have 400 shows. How many uh uh, exhibitor booths do you have? There's over a thousand in Long Beach, <laughs> and there's about 600 in Del Mar. <laughs> so, well, how long does it take? You know, let's just say you only want to go to half of those. That's 500 that you got to visit. And uh, you know, well, that, that's not that's not counting the acres of boats. Uh-huh. Acres of boats in both shows. I mean, oh, that's you've got yeah, and some boats to go on. Yeah, actually, it's you, you've also got one of the biggest boat shows in the country too, don't you? Well, it's California's largest boat show, so that makes it one of the biggest boat shows in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you've got uh, well, you can go you can go down to the docks and see them, and then everything inside. So, anyway, this is uh, basically it's kind of like a. Uh, um, amusement park for anglers and outdoors people. And it's not just fishing. We've been only talking about fishing. Tell us about some of the other stuff. We talk about hunting and international travel. We have a dive pool where we have a lot of dive companies that come, uh, spear gun guys and wetsuit guys and dry suit guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you actually have a pool where people can get in the water? Well, yes, you can come in, leave your clothes on, you put on what's called a dry suit rather than a wetsuit. You put it on over your clothes, you go in, you can have a scuba lesson or a free dive breath hold lesson. You get out, dry your hair off, get out of the dry suit, and your clothes are dry, and you walk around the show. Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's like going into the twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grizz, you'd go, you'd go crazy there. Yeah. And you can, you can try a Hobie kayak on the lagoon. You have to sign up with a dealer in there. You go down, you get to try the Mirage Drive on the lagoon. The lagoon. You can cast the uh, event reels, the Shimano rods and reels on the lagoon. Uh, the kids can go out there on the patio and, and cast with the Department of Fish and Wildlife and and cast for prizes and uh, Mammoth Lakes Kids Feast Fish Free Crowd Fund, the the Rams Ultimate Air Dogs. We have the Great American Duck Races. uh, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, okay, Bart, 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 slow down. Okay, I, 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 you know, I know about you know the, uh, the dock dogs, uh, and that's incredible. You also have the uh, pond where you can not only get to um, try it out, but you get instructions on fly fishing. But what's this about a duck race? Come on. We have the Great American Duck Races, and we've had it now for six years. My daughter-in-law talked me into putting it in. It is the most popular attraction with children under ten years old. Okay. Well, how what? does it work? Yeah, what is a duck race? They go, they go in you, there. Uh, each kid holds their own duck in a little uh, uh, lane, and then uh, uh, when, when they say go, they let the ducks go, and the ducks swim along the water. Whoever gets to the other end wins, and they win a prize. Oh my gosh! Are they the little fuzzy ducks, hatchlings, no, or they're, big ducks? They're mallards. Wow. They're male and female. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I was afraid you're going to make Grizz get down, squat down, and walk like a duck. Well, that'd be oh, come fun. on, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd if pay I to. Had more water water bodies, I might do it. I'd pay to see that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Bart, um, we got just a couple of minutes left, and th- we're running out of time. But uh, if uh, um, um, uh, Bart Lamoth, do you have any questions for Bart? Well, 
I, the curious one I have now is how to keep the the, uh, the uh, what do you call them dock dogs away from the ducks. Oh, <laughs> than with anything else. Yes, we do have to separate the dock dogs and the ducks. And we also have to keep Tim Baker away from the ducks because he's an avid duck hunter. Oh. So we, we have to be very careful with that. And the air guns are near the ducks, so we oh, no. Tim doesn't shoot a duck. Yeah. Oh no. But uh, anyway, if anybody's listening to this, you don't have to just be from Long Beach or Southern California. It really is uh, worth the price of a ticket to come in from anywhere because you, we don't find us everywhere. And no, this, said, you get this people, doesn't yeah. exist anywhere else, uh, John. This is this is totally unique. There are many great shows around the country, and I recommend all of the good ones. There's there's a great places to go and and share the experience of hunting and fishing and being outdoors, and, and, and we need to do more of that. But there's nothing like this particular show, the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach. Yeah. It's totally unique. Well, now, I, most, fa- most factories don't take factory displays to consumer shows. They only take them to trade shows. But at Long Beach, the factories will take the same trade show displays that they take to a trade show to the consumer show in Long Beach. It's very unique. Well, I guarantee you I'll be there, and I'll probably see you cruising around on your golf court. Uh, not your... the people are there, I'm not. Only beforehand. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Bart, thank you very much, and uh, we're going to try and talk to you again next, uh, next week. And then well, also... Uh, um, we would like to thank Bart and Grizz. It's been a lot of fun. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to it again and again and again. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole, and I got myself a pole in line. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and what a fantastic show this has been. We learned so much, uh, of course, a lot about fly fishing uh, with uh, Grizz and Bart. And this is the kind of show, what we like to do is give Riz about maybe 120 seconds to uh, get it off his chest. Don't try to confuse me with seconds. Just tell me two minutes okay. or something, John. All right. See, you always got something to complain about, don't you? Yeah, I do. And I mean, <laughs> come on. I'm going to have to look at my watch for minutes. You're, you're wasting seconds, Chris. John, you got two minutes. what I'm really tired about is yes. when in the world are people going to learn how to drive? Oh, gosh. They get into the left lane and they drive slow. Doesn't the world know? That the left lane is for emergency vehicles, people like the Grizz that have places to go, not for tourists looking around. Now, I have no problem with tourists. I think they're great. And I don't have problems with a little old man and a little old lady going to church every Sunday. But do it in the right lane. I got places to go, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> That's and, my complaint today. Okay, well, you don't want to piss off the Grizz and catch some road rage. But uh, so if you what, what kind of a car do you drive, Grizz? A Cadillac, an Escalade. Okay, and what color is it? It's blue. Okay, so if you see a blue Escalade coming up behind you, flashing his lights. It's um, me, or <laughs> my big black Suburban. C71 Suburban yeah. with lights all over the front. It's yeah. me, get over. Yeah, okay, get over. <laughs> all right, well, that was pretty simple. I'm sure you can do better than that. What you else? want me to what? yell some more? Yeah, just one more that pisses you off. All right, well, it's really pissing me off, John. You used a bad word, but I'm going to use it. I am tired of the religious things that are going in the United States. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care if you're Muslim, Catholic, Buddhist. I don't care, and no one else should care either. Everybody should do what they want. Quit pointing fingers, quit killing, quit fighting, quit calling each other's names. Who cares? I have a big beard. they got to stop it, John. This has got to stop. Well, okay, we asked for it, didn't we? You okay. asked for it, and you, you got, got it. it. Okay. All right. Well, we only got about two minutes. And uh, now that Grizz has got that off his chest, um, let's get back and you know, kind of finish up with what we were doing most of, the uh, fly fishing. One of the things that we're talking about is that uh, things, you know, of course, everything changes. Gear changes. And then, of course, uh, uh, Ross reels are in front of the curve because they're mostly made in the U.S., aren't they, Bart? Absolutely. Yep. Ninety uh, percent of our products are made here stateside, right? To, as I joke, right behind my desk in Montrose, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is that we're finding that um, everybody in the world wants stuff made in the USA for a reason. Uh, you know, China, Japan, and you know, even South Korea and Vietnam and stuff. They can make some great products, but there's American-made. And there's not. <laughs> and there is a difference. You know, your labor costs might be a little higher, uh, but the technology and the equipment is, uh, makes it so that it's very competitive. And you can really get the right stuff. And, Russ, I would describe them, Grizz, what would you say? They're, they're certainly um, high-end reels, but they're not overly priced. Well, uh, you know, pricing on it, I won't go there. I mean, everybody can afford it. I mean, you get what you pay for. But when you pick up a Ross, it's very important. You pick up so many other reels that are made in other parts of the country. They're not solid. Yeah. I well, mean, when you're yeah, fighting well, that Grizz, fish, you Grizz, need something that it's holds not, it. Exactly. You don't want something right. Well, Grizz, Grizz, we got to go. We're cutting this off. Okay. But, but it's carved out of one block. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you guys both very much. This has been an incredible, fun show, and we hope to have both of you back in real soon. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen as many times as you like. Thank you, guys. Gone fishing 